You are listening to the Business Society Podcast, formerly known as Think Like a CFO. The Business Society is a podcast for entrepreneurs and business owners, where we talk all about what it means to be an entrepreneur and manage the money in your business and personal life. I'm your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA with over 20 years of experience working with entrepreneurs just like you. And I am here to share my knowledge and love of all things business. Check out my blog at thebusinesssociety.co and make sure you check out my articles at forbes.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Business Society podcast. I have to share with you today, it's just such a beautiful morning. It's a beautiful morning in June up in Ottawa. The sun is shining, there's a nice breeze, there's no humidity, it's going to be a gorgeous day. My house is quiet, so I thought, okay, what better time than to record the solo episode of the Business Society podcast. And I love doing these solo episodes because it just gives us time, it's just you and I, and we're going to talk about stuff that I don't necessarily get a chance to talk about when I do interviews with guests. And, you know, I had actually, this is, I think, my third or fourth recording of this episode, because I started with, you know, giving you some legal advice. And I'm like, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, I do have legal advice for you, but it's basically just sending you into the direction of a lawyer. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to share how I grew my blog for the Business Society. And if you haven't checked out the blog, check it out, thebusinesssociety.co. There's a specific strategy and stuff, but I'm like, I've written about that. So if you want to read that article, I'll leave it in the link in the show notes. And then I thought, you know, let's get back to the roots here. Let's talk about business finances. That is where the information is at that we don't hear enough about, okay? You can Google, you know, how to write a blog or, you know, how to protect yourself in your business legally or, you know, whatever else I could have talked about today. But there's not a lot of information about, you know, managing your business finances. And today I feel like we need to get a little deeper and we're going to talk about how to manage cash in your business. Okay. And the harsh statistic is that it's 87% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement. And I would say probably 99% of that financial management is because the business has run out of cash. Because cash is the engine that keeps the business going. If you run out of cash, you cannot meet your financial obligations. And believe me, cash supplies dry up. You could be like a multi-million dollar, even a billion dollar business. But if you're not managing your cash properly, then you are going to go bankrupt. It's as simple as that. And it's scary. So we're going to talk about cash today. I was talking a little bit earlier with a friend about how, you know, money is like the unsexy cousin to marketing and sales and sales funnels and all sorts of all the glamorous stuff that you can do in business. And I really don't understand why people feel so repelled when it comes to talking about accounting and managing your money. Because I mean, first of all, you need the money to keep your business going. And secondly, I mean, how is money not glamorous? I mean, we see so many images of, you know, rock stars, entrepreneurs, whatever, driving the fancy cars and living the the big lives. And it takes money to fuel these lives. So if these are your business goals, which, you know, hey, if that's what you want for your business, that is, I'm 100% okay with that. There's nothing wrong with making money. 
a lot of good can come out of making a lot of money in your business. But you need to really realize that having a lot of money is desirable and you need to manage that money. So don't check out of your businesses because you've got an accountant or a bookkeeper or both of them, maybe even a virtual CFO or some sort of financial advisor. Just because you have these people helping you, and believe me, they're valuable. It's really good to have these people. If you're at that point in your business where you could afford to have that, that's fantastic. But you also need to be sure that you understand what's going on in your business as well. Okay, because unfortunately, there are dishonest people out there. And the main reason is nobody is going to care about your business as much as you do. So never give your financial power away. And I'm a huge believer in that. Because the only person who's going to be motivated in your business to make a lot of money is you. So I'm going to read you the driest textbook definition of cash management, and then I'm going to interpret it for you. So cash management helps to ensure that adequate levels of capital are available to a business for short-term needs, such as inventory purchases. A good cash management program can significantly influence the efficiency of operations, which can also reduce overall costs. The goal of most cash management systems is to eliminate surprises related to cash by meeting the daily cash requirement at the lowest cost possible. I have to apologize to you. I read you that definition. It is dry and it probably you're like, what the hell are we talking about here? Okay, so to break it down into normal words. You need cash to ensure that you can keep your business going. Now, I understand that if you're an online course creator or a business coach, chances are that you don't have a lot of overhead that you have to pay, but you still have overhead. But it's not like when you're running businesses where you're producing products, goods and services to sell. You need to have inventory so that you can sell products, whether the inventory is to create the products yourself or you have an inventory on hand to sell as the purchase requests come in. Now, a good cash management program will keep you, you know, you'll always be on top of what's going on with your with your cash, okay? So having inventory and having, you know, all types of expenses for your business, it adds to an element of, you know, really needing to manage that cash well. And this is the stuff that I love talking about because this is fun business stuff. I mean, you know, when you're running a real life business in the real life world, these are the problems that you need to tackle. So in a cash management system, what I teach is I like to have a cash forecast. Okay, so I always have clients forecast their cash levels six to eight weeks in advance so that you know what's going on in your business. You know what bills are coming up. You know what cash is coming in and what cash is going out. It's all organized by the date of the expected arrival of the cash coming in and the expected outlay of the cash. Okay, so let's say that you don't you don't receive cash at point of sale. Let's say you're billing your clients. So it's always important to manage your accounts receivable. Okay, a lot of businesses have a lot of accounts. And quite often what I'm seeing, and this is definitely a fundamental flaw in your cash management system. So if you are doing this, you have to promise me that you're going to stop doing this. Okay, if you're billing your clients, maybe and you give them a week or even a month to pay the bill, you need to run reports at the end of every week 
or at minimum every month, okay? Run your accounts receivable aging reports to see who hasn't paid their bills on time. So your accounting system is going to be really good at showing what date the bill is due. Like if they're late paying one day over the day that their their bill was due, you need to be on top of that. You need to contact them either either yourself, depending on how big your business is. So either yourself or your accounts receivable person or your accountant or whoever, whoever you've delegated this job to, somebody has to contact them and follow up and say, hey, we've noticed that you owe such and such a money and it was due on such and such a day. When can we expect to receive it? And, you know, you're going to say it nicely. You're going to keep the relationship going and be non-confrontational and all, all of that fun stuff. But the reason why I'm saying that you need to be really proactive in this is because too often I see business owners or accountants or whoever following up after the bill is like three months old and you contact the customer and there's a discrepancy. It's like the customer's completely unaware that this bill is outstanding and there's not a good audit trail and it just becomes a source of contention because they don't think that they owe money and you know that they owe money. And you should have been more proactive at the beginning of the outlay of the problem rather than waiting three months to confront it, okay? So often there's a lot of miscommunication and I have seen a lot of business relationships blow up over these these type of misunderstandings. So it's really beneficial to keep a very updated accounting system where you're always checking your aged receivables to make sure that your clients are paying quickly and you have a good manage on the money that's coming in because you need that money coming in. And if you find that your clients aren't paying quick enough, you can put like, you know, instead of waiting 30 days for them to pay, you can say, now I want you to pay within 14 days or seven days or pay, you know, at purchase, whatever. You're the boss. You get to decide these things. And a lot of it depends on what the industry standards are. So I really advise that you keep a good eye on your accounts receivable. So in your cash projection, you know that you've got these cash payments coming in and then you list out the cash payments that are going out within the six to eight weeks of forecasting. And you'll notice that if you have a gap between the money coming in and the money going out, like if you have a $10,000 bill that's due before your $10,000 payment that's coming in, then you're going to be prepared and you can create a plan to cover that money while you're waiting, right? Because often what happens is that we don't live in a perfect world and, you know, the bill may be due a week before the payment comes in. So I always recommend that you have a cash reserve on hand. So depending on the business that you're operating and depending on how much money that you would typically need, you put aside a good amount of cash that can get you through covering these timing differences. And it also helps you with, you know, unexpected events such as pandemics. I mean, the pandemic has created such an excellent example for the reason I argue that you need to keep a cash reserve on hand because it helps you get through the bad times, okay? It's very tempting for business owners to to spend the cash as it comes in, you know, those good months and you're like super excited and you want to spend the cash either, you know, taking it out and buy things personally or I don't know, splurging in the company and getting something that you think you need. But the reality is, is you need to have that cash reserve to help you get through the unexpected bad times. So I highly recommend doing that. So your 
just to recap your cash management system, you're going to forecast six to eight weeks in advance, knowing what's coming in and out. And if you're short on cash to cover the bills, then you've got plan B that will help you through. So if you don't have cash reserves, or if it's too early in the business to build up that cash reserve, then you can also look at lines of credit. Now, I often recommend to people to ensure that they have lines of credit for their business before they need it. Okay, because what happens is banks, I mean, we always, well, not always, I personally know that banks are not our personal friends. Okay, they are not here to help us. They're here to make money. So when things are going good, I highly recommend that you apply for a line of credit because when things are going bad and you need that money, they will not give you that money. They only give you money when things are looking good and you don't need it. So a good cash responsible management program would have you apply for the lines of credit while it's good so that your plan B or C or whatever could be instead of having cash reserves on hand to dip into, you've got a line of credit that can help you through the leaner times. Having a good cash management system in place, having cash reserves and having your line of credit in line, that is the best way to manage your cash. Sadly, approximately 87% of businesses go bankrupt due to a lack of cash management. Your cash source, when it dries up and you've got nothing left to give, that's when you are going bankrupt. And unfortunately, I think I mentioned it, multi-million dollar businesses, this can happen to. So always ensure you manage your cash. And you know, there's so many problems with businesses that can affect your cash levels. Like if you're growing quickly, I mean, people think that growth is amazing, but you have to grow controlled, okay? It has to be controlled growth in order to keep it flowing well because growth stages are huge cash eaters because you're gonna have a lot of money going out to maintain the growth and not necessarily a lot of money coming in at the same time. So really be prepared, understand your cash and why you need to manage it. Now, if you're not using a good accounting software, I recently came across a program called FreshBooks. And I actually was always a QuickBooks user and people always ask me, oh, you know, Melissa, what what accounting program do you use? What would you recommend? So I had a debate with one of my friends and she was telling me that FreshBooks was a really great new program. She had tried QuickBooks And she found it like really kind of stodgy, old, wasn't really, you know, user friendly, not very intuitive to use and stuff. And I mean, I was like a little skeptical because I've been using QuickBooks for 20 years and I tend to stay loyal to my product. But I'm like, okay, after this argument, I had to go check out FreshBooks and I checked them out and I actually quite like them. I agree with her. It's very intuitive. FreshBooks has a great cash management system in place, so it helps you manage your cash levels very easily. The whole point of me talking about it today is so that you understand the theory behind it 
And when you're using an accounting software, and most accounting softwares do have that cash management function. I know for QuickBooks, you have to subscribe to, you know, I, don't, I can't remember what level it is, but it's a higher level. It costs more to make sure that you have the cash management included in it. So with FreshBooks, I believe it's the same way. But yeah, I do like it. So with the new business that my partner and I started, I started using FreshBooks with that. So I'm still in the infancy stage. I'm still learning about FreshBooks and so far so good, but I will definitely keep you posted on how I like it because if I do like it, then I'm going to switch my current business, like this business, to FreshBooks as well, and I'm gonna ditch QuickBooks altogether. So if you're looking for an accounting software, I do suggest that you check out FreshBooks. I will leave the link to the FreshBooks website in the show notes so you can check that out. And as always, if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you want me to talk about, if there's anything going on in your business that you know, you want some advice on whatever, please reach out to me because I want to make sure that I'm creating content and valuable podcast episodes for you so that you keep listening, you keep learning, and you keep your eye on your money management in your business. Because that's my ultimate goal. I want to make sure that you are completely involved as entrepreneur, solopreneur, business owner, however you call yourself. And whatever you call yourself, you do need to be involved in your business finances so that you are the best CEO of your business that you possibly can be. Okay, just because you're the CEO of your business doesn't mean that that allows you to check out of your business finances, especially since it's the most important part of your business. It's the backbone. It's what keeps the business running. So I'm always here for you. If you have questions, comments, whatever, please go ahead and email them to me. You can find me at info at melissahoustoncpa.com. You can DM me on Instagram. You can find me on social media, whatever. And if you haven't checked out the Business Society blog yet, please do. I'll leave the link for that as well. There's a ton of information for you about your personal finances, your business finances, and other things that you can grow your business with. Because the goal here is to make us all better business owners. So if you like what you hear in this podcast, I highly recommend that you let your entrepreneur friends know about us. Leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, however you choose. It is really important to get the word out so that we can grow this podcast and people know that we're here to help them. Okay, that is the objective is to give free resources about business financial literacy and all things business, because the more we understand about our business that we're building, the better we will build it and the more profitable the business will be. So have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Business Society podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.